Welcome to the On Topic Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. We are back. Thank you for your continued listening loyalty. Uh, we're back once again. It's the weekly, uh, in little commas these days. <laughs> yeah, the we- <laughs> bi-weekly. No, that's wrong, isn't it? Fortnightly. Well, we, whenever we can. Uh, it's the supposed to be weekly podcast that takes a Cyrus look at a specific topic and a different topic each time. John is with me as ever. Yeah. And he knows what we're talking about and he's going to tell you now. Uh, uh, I do. Hopefully you do as well. It is social media. Social media. Another one of these topics when I thought of it, I instantly thought, well, have we done that? Because it's such an obvious one to do. It really, really is. I'm and it's to a good week to do it, isn't it? Topical. Why? Because Gary Lineker using social media has Ooh. completely derailed the entire British Broadcasting Corporation. My most hated social media as well. Yes, we will come on to that. Um, yeah, so we'll yeah, we might talk about Gary Lineker. Uh, yeah, we can it, talk about yeah Gary more of in a more of in a step back way though. Um, Yes. So I don't know what what's the first thing that comes into your head, John, when you, when you hear the word social media. Well, we were there at the the beginnings, weren't we? And yes. like, I mean, as an age, yes, type of thing. We we were growing up while it was growing mm. up, and it didn't really. I don't know. Uh, for me, it didn't really click. I used to, I used to use YouTube, which I think is social media. Um, Yes, and it is. And do you know why? Because of the comments section. Yes. The ability to literally comment on what you're watching is social. Yeah. If you're watching iPlayer, you can't comment. That's not social. I bet you can. I bet you there's dickheads commenting on social. I don't think there is any capacity to literally comment on within that platform. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Yeah, and Facebook is really odd as a um sorry yeah facebook was kind of the first time i saw social media except what, for a forum MySpace? i never did it oh Were you, you never a MySpace did it? Person? no and i didn't do friends reunited either no never done friends reunited that was kind of first i think yeah it was i just didn't really like anybody i went to school with apart from my darling friend calvin who'll certainly be listening to this and we're yes. still friends yeah that's the thing on, isn't but... it with friends reunited there wasn't anyone i wanted to unite with yeah, I was, I was either still local them. to them and in in touch, or yeah. they'd moved away and I wasn't bothered. That was kind of the problem. I knew I, there was about three people that I was interested in, and I was still friends with them, so it didn't really matter. I did do MySpace, but I have no real memories of it. I think, like most people, unless you were in a band, some sort of low rent amateur band, because it was popular for putting music on, wasn't it? Yeah, your your own music. Um, I think like most people had a MySpace. Had a little do on it, and then just went. Oh, it's not really anything to it. So, left I don't it. even. I don't even think I joined. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I. I'm pretty sure I had one, but didn't really use it. Yeah. Okay. So we're a bit crap in that one. Sorry, everybody who had a MySpace. But um, yeah, then it face Facebook came along. I kind of been involved in Facebook land since probably about 2013. So probably like ten years. Yeah, I was a relatively early adopter, I think. And the it, the one of the, the, the Richard and I kind of met on Facebook, really, didn't we, darling? Um, kind of, yeah. And prior to that, prior to to an engagement uh, with 
Facebook. I never really understood it, I think. I think most people don't understand it. Yeah, I think most people think it's for sharing pictures of their fucking kids, like, taken by their by the front door on the first day of school. Yeah, and I think there is a little place for that. Mm. I think there's a little bit of that. I think that's okay. But I don't think that's getting even 10% of the functionality of Facebook no. used. I think no. that's a very small sideline. You posting pictures only a handful of people want to see is only mm. i think if you really want to make the most of facebook you've got to get into the groups side of it and groups yeah. that are within your interest yes and then it kind of i'm i'm probably on the other side of that uh snowball kind of thing yeah. now uh, but was in well within the snowball for like seven years and ran facebook groups and and chatted to people and uh, the thing the reason me and richard kind of met is vaping the yeah the alternative to smoking <laughs> yeah and yeah, uh, yeah. from a hobbyist side because back in the yeah. day it wasn't like now where you just go into any shop and just grab one it, you no. if you wanted a proper one you had to sort of get into it as a, like a hobby and so we were in a hobby hobbyist group on facebook but that it's same for anything you know so i'm, I'm into golf so i'm into golf groups you know, one oh, that's yeah. local and they, you know, you find out about events happening and what course is doing a special day and things like that. And it's very interesting to see. Sometimes I might even go off the back of this, you know, and then I'm in wider golf ones, that are just more general chat about golf, things like that. And if you, if you find something you're interested in, you might like snooker, darts, whatever, and you drill into that group, you'll get so much more out of it, won't you? Because it's like interesting. Oh, and, and good and bad. I mean, you you can, you can turn yourself into a poisoned little turd as well at the same time yeah i think it's, it's, it's more than possible um in a funny way i there's a guy i know who i follow on tiktok um who he's a member of uh what would i don't know what it'd be what you'd class them as if you understand the word gammon gammon facebook groups on purpose to collect content and yeah so he he just picks up comment threads and shines a light on them or on what those groups are and that's such a clever idea they're basically writing scripts for you yes yeah yeah Dickheads absolutely. Who, can't, who can't spell just being racist and whatever and he just gets to read out their comments that's all he does and it's but it's so genius the first this, time i saw it and it's not just for frivolous hobbies either my um wife um is uh works in a school and one of her jobs is special educational needs send and she's in a send group with okay, other okay, professionals okay. and they you get some interesting issues crop up and they all help each other well this is how we dealt with that in our school this is blah blah blah, blah. oh this is the form you need for that and so even on a professional level is incredibly useful that is quite good i'm going to tell you that a john and Ori story about um just so it's not so serious about how someone broke my ribs thanks to Facebook. Okay, yeah. Okay. So Richard and I used to do a uh, live um, YouTube show about vaping, and it in its first uh, cast casting of like four presenters, we started going to conventions um, about vaping in the UK. And uh, well, we were, and we're talk- aware it sounds really dull. If yeah, you're not it does sound really it, dull. We get it. That's but don't worry, there's a broken rib in the story, so <laughs> it, I mean, it's fine. Um, 
so on one of our youtube episodes we were talking about going to birmingham actually that gets mentioned in this country um, by one of the characters is talking about that yeah i'm really into vaping i went to a the nec and there was a convention about it and i thought i did that that's quite and it said in the light that it said in uh, anyway uh we were talking about going and one of the other presenters said the first person to pick up john um, wins a prize or something. Yeah. They literally picked me off the ground. And um, so bundled down to the NEC on a Saturday and in, I don't know what it was, April or May or something, walked in. I and thought the... it was Shropshire. I thought that was the Shropshire on the ribs. No, that was because that the same injury happened to somebody else. Uh, oh, that yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. that he just got the same one. Uh, so one of the people, he, viewers who used to watch our show, spotted me out the corner of his eye ran over as quick as he could to pick me up um i'm not tall but i'm not small like five foot ten 13 stone ran up behind me to give me a bear hug and pick me up and as he picked me up i felt my rib break on the mm. left hand side it's a really bad if you ever see a mate don't pick him up from behind and it popped and um then he asked me to sign his uh baseball cap and take a picture with him which i did in agony and did that and i never told him that he broke my rib because i thought he'd ruin his day <laughs> that he watched this youtube he knows show that, every huh? week yeah 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 he found out about six months later <laughs> yeah so that's how i broke my rib thanks to youtube yeah, Facebook, so be careful media. the dangers of social media <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're the real yeah. dangers forget your bulimia it's so weird being kind of i wouldn't call it, uh known in a small section of the internet yeah, that's a really weird phenomenon. That's right, it is. Yeah, that you are kind of this well-known face to to bugger all people, but it's you are. Yeah, exactly. It's it is mad. I remember going to a shopping center uh, once, and there was a YouTuber there who I'd never heard of. Uh, I looked and I didn't recognize his face or anything, and he'd set up a pop-up shop. Okay, of his merch. In Fine. the shopping centre for that weekend, and the queues of young people were round the block waiting to pop into his thing, see him, and maybe buy something. And 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 to for someone to to gather that kind of a crowd, and to not have a, a Scooby Doo who it is is quite illuminating, really. You know, yeah. these people are just famous in their own bubbles, aren't they? Really? Yeah, I think that I, I we always tried to stay aware of that i think as much as it's humanly possible to stay aware of such a thing um yeah i think so anyway i know my wife she came with me she was there when that chap broke my rib and uh for her it was really weird she lives with this fucking idiot who goes upstairs once a week for like two hours and does a youtube show and you know and suddenly she's standing with a member of a low rent boy band yeah yeah everybody just keeps going hi john hi just john for a weekend. can i have a picture with you and stuff and she was really blown away by how weird it was it is it is and i've got some i've got a few stats oh go for it i really do. struggled because it just kept trying to give me marketing um emails yeah uh, I've got some. I've got some decent stats. Actually, it's a bit surprising, really, um, as well. So I'll just go through the, some basic ones to start with, and then we'll get back into. Um, 
Okay, so most active users in the millions of these social media platforms. Do you know what the biggest is? TikTok. The biggest is Facebook. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, yeah, that's probably, it's because it's all encompassing, isn't it? And so that's, they've got 3 billion. Wow. Active users. It hasn't actually quantified what active means. It People must be like log weekly login or something. Uh, YouTube is next, two and a half billion. Uh, WhatsApp, two billion. Instagram, one and a half billion. Uh, WeChat, uh, which is oh, the that's Chinese, Chinese WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's 1.2 billion. TikTok, a billion. Now, this was the middle of 2022. I believe okay. TikTok has gone above Instagram now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the fastest growing social media. Yes, I think so. That's probably double by now. But so TikTok's right up there anyway. Um, some ones I don't know. Uh, Douyin? Douyin? No, oh, I don't and know. And QQ? Uh, is that Korean QQ? I think possibly, yeah. Uh, and then, not, and then all the way down safe. to Snapchat, half a, half a billion. Telegram, half a billion. Pinterest, uh, 400 million. Those right. the the encrypted ones are super dodgy. I have to admit, like Snapchat yes, and yes. Telegram and stuff, they're super dodgy platform. And then the bottom two on this list with four hundred million each: Twitter and Reddit. Okay, and so so in a way, it kind of shows Twitter's not as big as you think. When uh, you think about how much press Twitter gets. Yeah, yeah, I think it's because famous people can chat to not famous people i think it kind of i do hate the way twitter has become news worthy though yeah like you'll get an entire article in a newspaper about a tweet someone did or Ooh, or a, like... a, you'll get half an article that's worth reading then followed by loads of people's comments on it on twitter literally just printed in the paper yeah i think i mean it's worth talking about the gary lineker thing as well where it becomes uh that social media platform sort of becomes gospel like because i find that really really weird he clearly he's got a job to do which is presenting football yeah um and he has to, but he is still a human being he's still i still yeah i still don't see the problem with it at all what he said yeah no well, me no, i don't well i know i think the language is a bit clumsy but i don't care no, I don't, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't see what the problem is. I don't see what BBC's problem with it is. He presents the football. Yeah, and he well, didn't his do political it. Political opinion is irrelevant. He didn't do it during the football. No, it's not, if he not... did it on the BBC, I get it totally. You can't say that sort of stuff on the BBC. That's it's remit. Yeah, and I weirdly think that, regardless of personal political opinion, I. I I wouldn't have minded which way it went. If he'd have said something that was really right-wing, I yeah, wouldn't have as cared. people have in the past, yeah. Alan and, Sugar. And if he said something that was really left-wing, well, I don't think it's that left-wing, but I don't have a problem with it either. I, I think it's nothing to do with anything. I think I think it, you could maybe draw a different parallel with, like, a news presenter or a political editor. Yeah, that's a... But then you, yeah, but I think they accept that. As part of the role, don't they? Yeah, I th- I'm, pretty sure they, I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, but, well, I, I say that, but broadcaster. then Andrew Mars is sod for doing that. He is right wing, <laughs> you know. He does he, say. But he moved from the BBC so he could voice his own opinion, didn't he? 
Yeah, and then he quit because he realised that wasn't a great idea. Well, he's LBC now, isn't he? Yeah, he was. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, so I don't like Twitter. I don't like how Twitter dominates the thing. And you get these articles, and it'll be, um, say, Jeremy Clarkson does something, and then yeah. the article will be a little bit about what Jeremy Clarkson did, and then the bit below will be various opinions on what he did via Twitter. Yeah, and it'd be like Sally Jones from Norwich says. I've never liked him, and he shouldn't have done that. And, and we're supposed to take that as some sort of valid opinion. The funny thing... I, I you could the, find a comment for anything. You could literally find any opinion on any subject on Twitter. As we've kind of got a partial um, inside view of it, I would say that a lot of people don't realise that the key is to not react at all. Because that, that's... You don't even realise the engagement with it. You know, the Jeremy Clarkson thing. So any engagement with it at all is positive for the person, sort yeah, of thing, positive yeah. for the story. So if you write, I think Jeremy Clarkson's a racist bigot, that, that actually doesn't do what you think it did. People aren't going, even yeah. if there are people going, yeah, me too. That doesn't help. That just makes, that's just fuel for the fire. So it's it's actually pointless. Yeah, exactly. It, you need to die of a lack of attention. I know I had... A similar thing to the, no, it's not similar, but the Gary Lineker effect, we're going to call it. I was in an interview last year um, to work for a consultant, as a consultant for a lab group. Had the first interview, everything went absolutely dandy. The recruiter thought I was great, and now I thought, oh, this is going to be a walk. Got a message saying, do you fancy a second interview? Yes, I do. Um, we're going to have you and the operations manager. Cool. So came on a video link to have this interview and there's the recruiter I know, let's call her Sally. And she says, this is Julie. Um, we're just going to have a normal interview. Blah, 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 blah. She said, uh, since I last spoke to you, I, I've Googled you. And I thought that's okay. Fine, fine, fine. And you'd done this podcast, not the one that Richard and I are currently doing, but I'd done another podcast for some friends of mine that asked me to be a guest. It was vaping related. And she said, yeah, I had a listen. And I could feel, I thought, oh, this isn't good. Yeah. And she said, it was an hour long. And I thought, did you listen to the whole thing? And I said, uh, right. And she said, I have never heard anyone use the word fuck so many times. <laughs> And instantly I sort of skidding away from this going, shit. And then, like the Gary Lineker thing, I just said, okay, I, d I don't understand why it's re relevant. If you can explain the relevancy. And she said, what if a client Googles you? And um, I said, well, you're using information that I've given you that they wouldn't have, so that wouldn't happen. But... More importantly, the audience for that show that I was doing is perhaps 25 to 50 um, male. And it was exactly what they're expecting. Yeah. I was brought on as a guest. I had I have a certain social media character and people are expecting me to swear. So that's what I did. And yeah. if I work for your company, <laughs> I'll have another character that doesn't swear basically. yeah yeah turns out the operation manager hated me anyway so it didn't matter but yeah, yeah it is i think it i think i think people do have to be careful what they do put out there 
absolutely i'd never had that happen to me at all either you know in anything even people should be careful i think about what they comment on youtube and stuff yeah yeah even what they follow on youtube could be scrutinized really because it says a lot about you doesn't it what you watch yes if you could uh yeah it's so difficult you have to really protect yourself and that was using information that was gleaned from the application form which isn't available to most people so it wasn't like it's a problem the other my other bugbear with social media and the news uh is instagram a celebrity just does a picture on instagram and then there's a whole article about it it's just like you know, such and such, Kate Beckinsale shows off her new kitchen in latest Instagram pictures. And it's, that's not news. No, but they're being, it, that's, yeah, it's trying to differentiate between, as How well, lazy marketing. is that, though? That's just marketing, yeah. Somebody's just told her to take a picture of the kitchen. But that's a fine for her, people that are following her Instagram. They're the ones that want to know that. We yeah. read in the newspaper, we don't want to know about that. Um, uh, that baffles me. Um, but it's positive as well. There's lots, lots, as many positives to social media as negatives, isn't there? Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. I, I love I, all the charity stuff and stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I've used that to my advantage uh, a number of times in the past sort of 10 years. Um, I've done no, <clears throat> that's really That's really difficult. Uh, just trying to think of how to put this. So in vaping, Well, we've raised a lot of money for charity, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. In vaping, I know I've raised, I worked it out a few years ago, something like £85,000 or something in the yeah. last sort of eight years in different, in various different guises, whether that be with our YouTube show or our Facebook groups. Yeah, and, things we've done in the past, yeah. It's awesome. And stuff like that. The trouble is, as well, with that, though, is mentally, that's, <laughs> sorry to bum it out again, that's really tough on the everybody involved with it, I suppose, because you have to not accept that you did something amazing. Yeah. You're just a tool within that in that kind of thing. Yeah. God, that's introspective for a fate for a podcast. But yeah. Hey, well, check this out. I've got the 10 most viewed TikTok videos of all time. Oh, I don't even know. What have you got? Okay, so number one, 2.2 billion views. Wow. Zach King um did a video um <laughs> where he um is flying around, dressed like Harry Potter, flying around on a broomstick. Oh, it's an it's a mirror CGI, and it's like a mirror. Ultimately, yeah, it's really, really mirror. clever. I've seen that. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly like clever, really board. good. Yeah, so that's the most viewed. Um, James Charles, are you aware of him? No, he's this like guy who does make a lot of makeup stuff, but now okay. he's minted, so also money, <laughs> like nice. things. And basically, it's just a video of him showing how he's transformed his big house into a Christmas wonderland. That's one point seven billion. Um, Zach King again, hide and seek illusion. Have you seen that one? No. Using so he's playing hide and seek with his friends, but using CGI, he re- he realizes the best place to be to hide would be to climb into the mirror. And it's like amazing sort of Hollywood oh, wow. level CGI of him hiding in the mirror. Very, very good. So, and I think those are the separations, aren't they? You can get a lot of views just by being famous anyway. Yes. If you're famous and you put something out there, a lot of people will watch it. Or you, the people that do these amazing high effort, that will be in two, three weeks work. Yeah, yeah. I've one seen minute the, video. There's a guy who does amazing cuts. That's literally what he does. It's the, the, the cuts uh, of where it's at. He turns into like... Uh, 
ice or snow or like a bag of yellow balls and then just it, they're incredible and as you say i can watch that and see that he's taken it apart frame by frame and it took him three weeks and i can't do that so it is incredible isn't it and then yeah. you get ones that are like totally random that sort of blow up in a viral way yeah like there's one it seems to be called jamie 32 or something and he, he he's just a bit of a numpty dancing like a bit of a numpty to a rubbish song and it's obviously just blown up because he looks such a dark um and then there's another one of a number eight dakota's video of a baby smiling 400 million views it's literally, it's literally just a baby smiling that's amazing cute, but <laughs> you run um, well i because I... and, then, and then it's like billy Irish has done one and then there's another guy who does funny ones and he's done a sort of funny idea for how to solve getting hit by a car nice that's always handy um what was i gonna say yeah well, I, you well, know tiktok really well don't you i do know tiktok pretty well <laughs> uh, I think people, a lot of people like me, are a bit misguided on what it is because I've never really used it or had it. Yeah, I have like nine and a half thousand followers or something. Yeah, on but that... I think the perception is that it's just girls dancing and nonsense like that. Yeah, that's not, but it, that's not actually true. Is it, if you actually bother to, no, the algorithm's really, really clever. I mean, it's the cleverest um, algorithm. You don't see anything, so I won't have seen. I haven't seen half of the videos you just said because you pin down your likes and dislikes effectively and you only fed what you're likely to like that's what they want you to do so you stay watching videos the worst thing you can do is watch a video that you have no interest in that's a really bad idea practically speaking mm. is there any difference between like instagram's shorts or videos yeah huge difference because you manipulate your um own feed by liking or not watching videos and you can click a thing that says not interested and it really it's really quite sensitive actually so you never see them ever again kind of thing um and that manipulates your your feed the worst thing you can do with tiktok is not use it really just scroll because you will just get pictures of you'll just get videos of teenagers dancing yeah. or crap cooking videos or air fryers fucking air fryers um and I started, I didn't understand it when I first started. And I was just making lip sync videos for my niece because I worked out it was quite handy as a lip syncing kind of app. That's one thing that TikTok has over Instagram and stuff and YouTube shorts, the functionality within the app to make the videos. Yeah, and the and the amount of music. I mean, the music catalogue is so huge, it's ridiculous. Because you're using such a short section, the copyright issue isn't doesn't really matter. Um, so I started off doing that and every so often I published them. They weren't public, but I kind of published them. And it was at your friend and mine, Mark. Um, he said to me, stop making those fucking videos, those lip sync videos. <laughs> and I said, why? And he said, they're boring, um, which is true. Uh, he said to me, you know, the videos you make where you're walking and talking and you're and you've tried to make it funny um post them on tiktok because i'd always send mark videos like a weekly yeah i'd just tell him stuff that's going on in my world or the world and yeah. just do it in my way it's almost like a stand-up kind of way so it's yeah and then mark said just publish that and see what that does instead of publishing yeah. you singing along yeah to, and it's um, quite topical stuff isn't it yeah yeah and so yeah i started doing that and then um 
yeah, the followers just grew and grew, particularly during the pandemic, um, taking the piss out of anti-vaxxers and um, conspiracy theorists. Yeah, and I generally try to take a sideways look at uh, right wingers. Yeah, in a sort of socialisty kind of way, um, but it's still, yeah, that's what I do. Really, what, and uh, what do you make of what do you make of this idea that Facebook and Instagram has to be more accountable for what goes out on it? I think they do because I don't think you can have your cake and eat it. I don't, I don't, it's not, uh, this is something that comes up lots of time. Deniability is, uh, the thing that they've been thriving on really is saying we have this thing. And if you want to use it, that's great. And you can put what you want on it, but that's crazy. If you owned a cinema, and then you put on, I don't know, some horrible film. You couldn't then deny responsibility for doing it. Uh, you know, if somebody said, do you mind if we watch this film? I've made this film where I murder somebody. Yeah. And I really murder them in real life. And I'm going to put it on at your cinema. Is that okay? And then you go, well, do people want to watch it? And they go, yeah, we've sold loads of tickets. You that you can't deny that. Yeah. Um, and that's why I, I literally think that's that's it. And the other thing is that free speech doesn't count. There's a lot of trouble with that where people say, well, it's free speech. Well, it's not because it's not your platform. I can say what I want in the street. I can walk down the street saying what I like. I mean, I might get arrested for it. It's not without consequence. Yeah. But I can say what I like. I could just walk, you know, walk around um, waving a Nazi flag if I wanted to, but I could would be arrested. That's a consequence, but it doesn't that's still free, you know, still free speech, so to speak. But I don't think I should be allowed to do that wherever I want. If I walked into a, a shopping centre or Sainsbury's doing it, and they went, "Get out!" It's theirs. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like, I think my issue with it is they're clearly not doing enough because I can think of ideas that they could implement now. And they've got some of the biggest boffins in the world working on these things. And never underestimate the technology as well. Like, if you upload a YouTube video, before that video's finished uploading, it's transcribed everything you say in that video into text. Yes. And, it, and it's read and processed the text of that video. So YouTube know exactly what everyone is saying on every video. That's a fact. Absolutely. So the, the technology is incredible. But, like, for example, I was thinking about this thing about Instagram, these celebrities that Photoshop their images to look even more beautiful. Uh -huh. So, and that's a problem because it gives young ladies um, unrealistic expectations of what they could look like. Okay. Yes. Right. So that's an identified problem. How about a little tick box every time you put a, a, a picture on Instagram that asks, is this picture in any way edited? Right. Yes, no, don't know. And if you say yes, it puts a little like little watermark, a little so, logo yeah, at the top of the each on each picture. How easy is that? Yeah, yeah. I, they've, well, done I, not, they've done nothing like that. I think that, and well, I'm not even smart like smart enough to work for one of these companies. So imagine the ideas they could think of to help with these, and they don't. They don't do anything. No. Um, Kim Kardashian picture, little logo in the top. Everyone knew what the logo meant. You know, like a like a little Photoshopy type icon or something. You know, easy. Yeah, just so manipulated. Or yeah, something. Yeah, I agree with you. Mean I, I agree with what you say. Just say that. That's but that's the kind of that that 
that manipulation or that use of social media is probably the most damaging and the most subtle. Mm. Yeah. Um, because someone outwardly being a dickhead, you can just go, you can you almost ignore that, don't you? Uh, but you could miss the manipulation that's really there, which is, yeah, somebody's face being thin or, you know, whatever. And the other thing is, we because we've worked in social media a lot, a lot, sometimes I can see a bad digital manipulation. The amount of times I've seen a product that's out next week, and I know it doesn't exist, because I know that's a digital image. Yes, yeah. Because of stuff we've done in the past. So I can say, yeah. so everybody's going, oh, I can't believe this is out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, that's not fucking, that doesn't even exist. You're yeah. buying something that doesn't exist. Yeah. I th- and, as, and again, and this is the message I think we've all got to get through to younger people, I guess, is this is... one second snapshot of someone's life Mm. this is the one amazing second of their day the rest of the day they were changing nappies like the rest of us and yeah hoovering up the carpet like the rest of us in that one second they happen to be sipping a pina colada on a sun lounger in a nice place that was just that was just one second of their day you know that you it's it's not real it's just a picture that marks that moment you know so I don't know. I don't know how. I guess obviously education is massive part of it, and we all have responsibility for that. But but yeah, I feel like the platforms could do more. Yeah, particularly I would say Twitter has been has, has come up lots recently. Well, and yeah, with Elon Musk taking over it. Yeah, the the clever bit of Twitter, what where the handbrake is off entirely, uh, unlike every other social media, is that um, the commenters are the damage not the and you can't do anything about it you could you could you could post something that is i don't know uh yeah okay you could take a picture of your kid eating an ice cream and post it and let's just say for some reason it goes viral even if all the comments are horrible there's not really anything you can do about it because every time somebody comments they tweet that comment yes and you can't really do anything about the manipulation of your own uh, the, the, what's happened to your content, what it's become. There's nothing you can do about that. And I find that that's what really scares me. And that's why I don't, I, I kind of stay away from Twitter because. Yeah. Only, I, I like Twitter for one thing. I'm not a big Twitter person. One thing I like Twitter for is real time reaction. Right. So, uh, for example, I like boxing. If I'm watching a boxing match, there's usually a hashtag for that boxing match. Yeah. And if you click it, you will actually see people's how they're scoring the fight, how they see the fight going, what they thought of the decision, you know, and so you get that instant real time human reaction, and I really like that. Okay. The rest of Twitter, I haven't got any time for at all. It just seems like, no matter what side of the spectrum you're on, it's just a torrent of their opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can even even uh... and and celebrities just marketing themselves, saying yeah. things like "come and come and see my tour." You know, or come and buy my album. And so the other thing, as, as we it? talked about earlier, that your reaction or the reaction to somebody's content really doesn't make any difference. It's the fact that people reacted. So, yeah, the likes of Katie Hopkins, Nigel Farage, um, that knobhead who tried to be the mayor of London, they don't. It doesn't matter if people don't like it because the views just get absolutely crazy. Someone's got like two hundred thousand reactions. For a tweet that's got 200 likes, the likes don't really matter. 
it's, it's the fact that 200,000 people saw it. it. It gives it worth. You got any memorable social media videos that you love, that, you, that you've always loved? I've, I've got one that I always, my mind always goes to. Uh, it's um, a middle-aged bloke and his teenage son. And his teenage son's got him a, a Alexa thing. Okay. And he's deliberately not told him how to use it. And so he's just shouting at it, trying to get it to do stuff. Have you seen that one? No. Alexi, play a song. And he, it's, <laughs> he can't get it to I work and he's going absolutely irate. It's funny how the social media, those kind of videos are almost ageless as well. You can watch them. Because I have a collection on YouTube where I'll go back to, you know, if you're having like a particularly bad, shitty day or something. That's good. I'll just go back and think, oh, that's still funny. It's been like 20 years. And it's still funny. There's one where there's two brothers. Uh, one of them's watching the TV, and the other one's walks behind him with a weirdly. Uh, it's in America, a blank firing gun or like a starter pistol, right? And fires it, and his brother near shits himself and flies <laughs> off the sofa. It's like one of the funniest things ever. There's no reason, you know. It's just is. It just is amazing. I've, uh, Charlie bit my finger. Charlie bit my finger is the classic. That's, you know, that's exactly what I was about good. to say. That's insanely it, good. Charlie bit my finger. It, it I, it's so good as well. And then my other one I always think of is the baby panda sneezing. Oh, f- oh, and, and his mum surprising his mum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's again. That just shouldn't work, but it's just class. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, there doesn't. There's no sort of rhyme or reason to why something no. works, but it just does. Yeah, and it must be very weird to be in the storm of that. Have you seen? Oh no, this is obviously classics like Double Rainbow. Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, it rings bell. Guy who's obviously high, who's gone <laughs> yeah. on a walk, yeah. and he goes, and he's like, "Oh my god, there's a rainbow." <gasps> Double rainbow, <laughs> and he's just like absolutely blown away. Yeah, I like ones like I quite like ones like that. I like yeah. the effort of the of the ones that are trying to be funny as well on purpose, like the people that try and make their own sort of sketches and stuff. Yeah, I kind of uh, as we both said uh, previously is that we both don't like other people coming off badly and things so there's not really any videos in my head that are like that that i kind of have always loved there's always somebody like the underdog there's a uh there's the kid who has learned all the moves with a lightsaber and he and he just makes a video of him like supposedly having like a lightsaber fight and some a digital artist goes back in and puts in the lightsaber yeah, and I kind of love that. Yeah, because then nobody gets hurt. Like that's just nice. There's yes. just a there's just a somebody who's made a video of themselves that's mainly not great or whatever. Yeah, and someone's made it absolutely brilliant. I I really love those things when somebody. Yeah, there's a famous Photoshopper on Twitter, and right. you can send your request to him. It's like, oh, can you can you remove take that? that person? Yes, uh, I have seen that thing, and the, the, he's he does them in a humorous way. I like that because that's very harmless as well. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's those things where um, yeah, nobody gets hurt. I did have a link. What have I got? I had a link to do some stuff. Yeah, six fun facts. Six fun facts about social media because they were. This was really really hard to do. A dog with nine point six million followers. Yes, you'll find him on Instagram. His name is Jif Pom. The dog is named as one of the most influential pets by Forbes magazine. <laughs> Who's he up there with, like Lassie? 
I don't know. There's a dog that talks. There's this uh, family in America where they overdub, they they dub in the voice of the dog, and it is very very funny. But I can't remember what the dog's called. Um, there's a so high what school. What does he do then in his videos? This Which one? This dog? No idea. Doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> Too cool for school. Uh, high school in Sweden offers its students an opportunity to read courses to become an influencer or YouTuber. The courses the courses contain subjects like content sharing, video production, and copywriting. How fantastic is that? Is what they say. Yeah, I think that's, well, that's a really good education around social media, particularly for children. I think it's very important. Yeah, but I'd be careful with this notion that if you learn these skills, yeah, you I can agree. become an influencer. Yeah, I would be very careful of that. But and perhaps that's in the course. I feel like the other, I think schools are battling with this notion that it is a legitimate career yeah. path as well. I want to be famous for nothing. That's a very I want to be famous. It's a bad. It's like, it's like uh, I want to be a YouTuber. I want I get to play computer games all day and get paid loads to do it. Mm. Um, and that is true. It, it, there are some people getting paid a lot to, to do you, computer games on YouTube, but they got so lucky. And not just that. Ways. I think and they, had that, they had that secret source of a personality. Yeah, that's that it. Even, it might not, they might be quite dry and, and calm and quiet, but for yeah. some reason people love it. And I don't think you can bottle that. Natural, I agree. I was going to say, sort of naturally amiable. Really. And the the other aspect is, don't forget to those people, it's a job. It is a job. They don't love it anymore. No, no, they hate they, it. Yeah. So you've got a guy who's been playing FIFA with. He's got a million subscribers. He's been playing FIFA for six years on YouTube. Trust me when I tell you, he's sick to death of playing FIFA, and it is just a job. So it's and not, Minecraft. It's, it's not this. It's not this dream job that people think it is. This no hate. I remember like a really small version of this. Somebody said to me, "We, Rich and I were going to one of these um, conventions, and somebody, a viewer, really kindly had heard I'd said that I um, was struggling to get up north to this thing, and they said, "Oh, do you want a lift?" And I said, oh, "I'd be great," because um, they live nearby. And I got yeah. in the car, and he wanted to talk about um, a wire used in vaping for about three hours. <laughs> and not realizing that outside of what i do or what I was doing on social media I, I didn't want to talk about that at all i yeah. you know what you're watching on tv uh yeah. what your kids like whatever i don't care you know i didn't want a three-hour conversation about wire and i ended up in it basically it, and, and 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 i owed him this opportunity as well to do that because it was i accepted the lift on and so now i've got a free lift but he wants the inside view on wire. It was just piss ball. <laughs> yeah. But not his yeah, fault. I, I mean, what the classic for me is there are professional footballers getting paid insane amounts of money to play football and they don't like it. Oh, really? I know professional footballers who don't enjoy playing football. It's just oh, wow. their job. It's incredible, isn't it? It's incredible. And, and that sh should hopefully put it all in perspective for people. If you can even fall out of love with that as a job, then, yeah. then every job ultimately does become a job. There's definitely nights Jimmy Carr can't be asked to go on stage or turn oh, up uh, absolutely, channel absolutely certain of that. Absolutely certain that people just it's, cannot stick that. It's it's uh, everyone, you know. It, well, I suppose kids will figure it out, but yeah. 
Uh, is any other any other elements of social media we haven't covered? Um, I don't think so. What have you got? No, I, I was thinking. I was thinking. One thing I was going to say is, obviously, it's constantly evolving, and there's still bits that we don't even know as well. You know, like like Discord. I haven't really got my head around that. I understand what it is, but I kind of don't really want to get any. I've got it. I still don't it. get it. It can be really dangerous as well because of what I do on TikTok. Um, as a sort of lefty, um, those discords are used very cleverly by people who don't like you. Yes, yeah. And so what they do is they put, we, you'll post a video and uh, you don't realise there's a conversation going on in the background. I'm not that harmed by that due to the almost um, drip-style education I had on on that. And that's not me being smart. And the other thing that I've got going for me is I'm a male. So I had to get TikTok to remove a stalker. I had a stalker for a year and a half, two years, who could make five profiles in 10 minutes and just continually attack me. And I that this is what you were talking about as well. You know, when it comes down to responsibility and how things are processed, uh, like... They know that what you've said in the video, they know everything about it. I told TikTok that I knew they knew my stalker's IMEI number, which is the your phone's handset number. Right. They, there's a digital handshake between your IMEI handset number and yep. TikTok. That's how that's how you log in. When you press Facebook, it's the same thing. It's your IMEI number. So I knew they knew it. Yep. So I said, it is in your power to block me from his IMEI number so he can't see me anymore and I said I feel threatened I feel this person is dangerous do something they didn't even reply and he disappeared so I knew they knew that I knew yes okay that's cool yeah this is what I mean they've got way more technology than than we get than we think they do yeah I get nothing I will say uh, women on the internet I uh, uh especially I've got friends who huge influencers you know 250,000 followers and they get way harder than i do because they're 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 female they they have to go through a minefield of bell ends every day where i don't have to do that at all because i don't get the threats or anything like that yeah so you know i do i as much as a man can understand i do understand that you're that it's a totally different thing for me to make videos yes yeah yeah my clothes don't matter. My hair doesn't matter. My, <laughs> you know, what I'm doing doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. well, shall I tell you? Here's a funny thing, right? I'll tell you a stupid, funny story. Bring a little bit of humor back into the podcast. You can go live on TikTok, right? right? You can go live whenever you want and your followers and everybody can see you and you can just chat to people. And I generally, what I do is I don't have any theme or anything like that. I just run off the comments. I might say something like, where's the best place you've ever been on holiday? And then I'll just bounce off the comments. Just in the way everybody does. But in the last month or so, I've had a stupid game that I like to play, which is I have a kitchen timer. As soon as the TikTok counts me in, because it goes three, two, one, you're live. And we're telling people you're live. And I press start on the kitchen timer. And then I wait. I'll just carry on doing whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm doing. You know, uh, what's your favourite? What's your favourite biscuit? Um uh whatever what have you been doing this weekend etc etc and then someone will do the magic thing which is because you're 
not only do your followers get notified, you end up on the FYP, you know, the ever-changing feed right. on, on TikTok, the For You page. So you just end up there. And that's what this this joke only works because of that. But somebody will then type the magic words, which is, you look like Mark Wahlberg. And then I stop the timer, hold it up and go three minutes, 19 seconds for Bilbo 9476 to say, you look like Mark Wahlberg. Um, and I have a piece of card that says, you look like Mark Wahlberg on it. Mm. And I, literally every time I go live, I can just guarantee that somebody is going to say, you look like Mark Wahlberg. It happens every single fucking time. Don't have to do anything. You don't know how it works. Brilliant. Uh, the record is currently one minute nineteen, one minute nineteen seconds, and the longest it's ever been, I think, is six minutes forty-five seconds. For you don't know how it works. I will leave you my favourite Twitter account, Ref Luton. Have you heard of it? No. So there's a Twitter account, um, one hundred fifty thousand followers, and it's Ref Luton. The only snag is there is no RAF base in Luton. I was going to say, you come from that area and I've never, ever heard of it. And what they do is they do very funny, very funny picture. They do picture, normal pictures of like fighter jets, aeroplanes, and they name the plane wrong on purpose. Right. And they get a torrent of people correcting them underneath. Ah, that's quite good. And they always put photograph from a camera, even though it... Oftentimes, the picture couldn't physically possibly have been photographed by a camera. I think you'll get my HMS Bigger Boat has been scrambled. (laughs) You know, my reaction to that is the same as this uh, the account I was telling you about earlier, where they uh, all they do is read gammon uh, comments off Facebook. That's all they do. That's that's the whole content. It's like whenever I've written uh, like a joke or a stand up thing, it's probably the first time I met you, actually, Richard, as well. Like, or we interacted in any way. My first reaction is, fuck, he's funny. Like, that's really good. Because I've got, you know, you've got to a point, especially if you've written any comedy in the past. If my instant reaction is, fuck you, I, 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 I know that person's good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When somebody's got you, you go, oh, so fucking good. Like, to write RAF Luton. It's such a simple idea, yet it's not because it, they've done it, and you're like, "That's fucking." It's great. And so, like example B, photo of the day: F-15 fl- flown by squadron leader Phil Iceman Mitchell, flying through the Muck Loop in Scotland, England's largest county. At Amazing. Just seven foot off the ground, it's so low, it's almost touching its shadow. And then it's actually two planes: a black one and a white one, miles up in the air. And uh, that's not the name of the plane. And then you literally instantly get. People that haven't got a clue just saying, no, those are F-18s, not F-15s. And then they retweet that. Absolutely gold. And it just escalates throughout their feed. It's great. Love it. Right, I think that's it, isn't it? If you want to influence us, go on Facebook, which is the one that's facebook.com. Yeah, we're slagging off, but we need you on there. Yeah, join the group and you can talk to us. Uh, Follow us on TikTok if you like. Uh, Follow us on Twitter if you want. Uh, yeah. Send us an email at the on topic podcast. But the best thing to do is the Facebook group if you've got Facebook it. group. Yeah, you can interact with us and we will interact. Yeah, we you. tell you what's coming up, why it's not coming up, etc. Yes. Yeah, thank you for thank you. Bye. See you again soon. Bye.